Hey, this is Mike. Before we get started today, I wanted to make a clarification to some information later in this episode. We are talking about some controversies surrounding the Sugar Grove Navy base and some bad checks that were written to pay for construction work. I mentioned later in the episode that it was Sugar Grove LLC that wrote the bad checks. And because there were several groups involved with launching the healthcare campus that was supposed to go there, it was clarified to us later that it was, in fact, one of the partner groups that was responsible for writing the bad check and not Sugar Grove LLC itself. So there you go. When you get to that part of the episode, you'll be well informed. Unfortunately, you have to get through my rendition of a Billy Ray Cyrus song to get there. But be strong and enjoy the show. Welcome to West Fly Pod. I keep telling myself I'm going to do that in an NPR voice, and I just go like... Straight up, just I, like shouting. I, I go full radio into it, and then I pull back Welcome a little bit. to West by God. Welcome <laughs> to WPR. No, wait. <laughs> w... It's been a long day for me too. Mm-hmm. Welcome to West by Pod. This is WVP. WVP? That sounds like a public radio station. So it kind of works out. Yeah, that's right. WVP. Why can't. Oh, man. My, my, my brain is just not firing right now. Well, I think it's because I was like, we'll do this tomorrow, and you just shut it off for today. And, I guess then, I was, it was like, and then all of a sudden, I was like, well, I can do it right now. All right. Oh! Yeah, turn, turn off mental recording switch. Yes. And you're just like, Boom, power ah, And relax. And like, oh, we're going now? Oh, okay. So you're oh, like, we're going now? In five minutes? In five minutes? And go. Yes. We do WVPT. Isn't that the public? Yeah, WVPT. Yeah. West Virginia Public Broadcasting. No, it's Public Television. Public Television. That's it. Public Broadcasting is WVPP. Okay. PPP. So it's yeah. close. Yeah. West Virginia Bipod. You know, I never watched PBS as much as a kid. Did you? I would watch Sesame Street religiously. Oh. And Mr. Rogers had to hook me in like the first minute or I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> he had to hook you in the yeah, first. I, so I, the song and him kicking off the shoes didn't usually suck you in right here. Yeah. It, Won't you? It, be my it really depended on what topic he threw down. I was, I was going to say color and sweater that he brings out. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, since we've had a kid and um, we're like just all in on PBS, like we literally you know, P- watch everything. P- it's PBS and Netflix and pretty much nothing else. Nothing else. To, to the point where like we watched, I think we started on for Hazel was even born. We started watching PBS kids shows yeah. just to do it anyways. Yeah. We've always had it on the schedule where our TV comes on you know, on the weekdays at mm-hmm. like six in the morning and it's playing it's different things. It's funny. We, uh, when I was uh, a kid, mom and them couldn't get like a public access channel because we were always out in the, in the boonies as I call it. So right. I think you can have a satellite internet and it's so funny. Cause I don't know. Do you, did you ever have a satellite or been to a friend's house with a satellite back in like when we were like 10 or so? They had yeah. a huge dish. And the part that always cracks me up is when you wanted to change channels, it was all on like, and I, this is hard, but you would have channels like a handful of channels on this section of your dish, a handful of channels on this section and, ha- and of like the signal. I was really familiar with how it worked. It was but. so weird. And I just, and it's so sad because it's been 25 years since it's been up. Yeah. But I remember the yeah, signal. nothing's changed. <laughs> and nothing has changed. No, but I remember it was like the signal called G5 and you had to click and the satellite would slowly start 
start to turn, so you just wait oh, a wow. minute, and you'll be shh. It's like, oh, hey, let me pop status, out this Status, satellite. status, And that was the worst part, is you'd be holding on to it, and if you looked outside, you would see the dish just going real slow. And then as soon as you stop, oh, crap, I went too far. So then you got to push back a couple more to bring the satellite back in the range and all this kind of stuff. And that was the thing. So PBS channels, stuff like that, never saw it. Huh. And the only thing I had growing up was for, like, children's stuff was mom and dad had HBO. <laughs> And Fraggle Rock. Fraggle Rock. And that was the thing. I remember watching Fraggle Rock, and they would have these other kid shows on that were not that good. But I remember the Fraggle Rock being like blown away with that and being like, what is this <laughs> nonsense? And loving it. And it's it's funny. I know I had this conversation with you before. When I had uh, when Marion came into our lives, I was like, well, let's put on Fraggle Rock. And they bored with it for the most part. I, I know, honestly, Hazel's that way, Sesame Street, for the most part. She she's in different thing compared to everything else that's on PBS. Yeah. Does she like that Sesame Street or not so much? Uh, she'll watch it, but she she's it's not, not she's it's, like eh, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's hit or miss. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and you know what's funny? I remember kind of being like that when I was their age. I wasn't too impressed with Sesame. It's a guy and puppet, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then when I got older and I started watching them again as an adult, I'm like. Wow, this is really, really good. Well, they, they do uh, green screen stuff now too, which yeah. it's a lot more high class than what it was. The thing I love about Sesame Street now is they throw out like crazy references. You're like, ah, oh, I get that, and like, no kid will get that. Yeah, like they had this whole Comic Con episode. Oh, and it was if you haven't seen that, you'll have to watch it. Okay, I, I've I've tried to find it online to show people, but it, you can't find um, it anywhere. They, yeah. Strangely enough, for a um, you think you can watch for free. You can't find yeah. Well, not now since HBO bought it up. Well, that's a good point too. Yeah, but I think even before then, you, oh, you couldn't get a hold of it. But no, it's just it's just funny how things have changed since we were kids. It's funny, and we don't watch because we used to love the cooking shows. Like they play the kids shows on Saturday morning, they roll over mm-hmm. to the cooking shows, and we watch those like Test Kitchen and things like that. But the funny thing about some of the PBS shows is, um, I get to the point where I was hate watching a lot of them. Really? Like, like some are really good, but like some just enraged me. Like Curious George. Really? Pisses me off like nothing else. Why? There's one that sticks out in my mind where he goes into this department store, and there's this lady who has a candy kiosk, like 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 in the middle of the commons area or whatever, and, and she's like, oh, can you help me with the candy? And he, he's like, yeah, sure, or, you know, what her monkey for yeah, sure is. And or then he'll, he'll come and help, and, and you know, they sell some candy, and she's like, oh, I'm out of ingredients. I gotta go get more ingredients. Can you watch it while I'm gone? Who and then leaves, it? and then, like, he messes up, like, the sales or whatever, and basically puts her out of business. And I'm like, what did you expect? Yeah, it's, he put it's a monkey in charge. Monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the red dog is the same way. Something about Clifford I just cannot stand. Yeah. Uh, because he's he's obviously a huge dog and no one seems to make a big deal about it. Yeah, I guess it's a Curious George thing too. It's like you need to take better responsibility of your animal. Yeah, I get what you say with the Curious George. It, it, you know what's funny is like shows when I was TV, you go back and watch them now as an adult. And, you know, they're either really, really good. Yeah, they hold up. yeah, like some hold up and some are just like, oh, this is terrible. Yeah. I, I, got, I got some good examples of that. Like DuckTales, like the original DuckTales yeah. series. They hold, actually hold up. up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rescue Rangers, not so much. Not so much. And, and I loved it more than DuckTales when I was a kid. And so I was just super disappointed that it yeah. didn't hold up the way the other ones did. Yeah. No, I, I thought that myself. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, when they brought it back here, I was like, how can you replace it? And I never thought the new one, actually, in my opinion, is better. I know. I, I didn't, there was a lot of things I didn't think I was going to be able to accept about it. And you do. But yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm on board with this. Yeah. I, I was. I did the same thing. And it's funny because like, when the new DuckTales episode comes out, I'm like, Mary, you want to go watch some new DuckTales? Because I don't care if Mary wants to watch it, but I kind of want to watch new DuckTales. And she's like, no. I'm like, crap. 
<laughs> I guess we're waiting a couple days before we get to see him. But I <laughs> like him. And Hazel watches that uh, the the golf episode. That's the only one she wants to watch. <laughs> Marion too. She loves the golf, and I don't know if it's because of the ponies. I think that's it. what it is. And and I just think it's so funny with the ponies. Like we will wait a second. What are they called? I forget. Harpies. They're your harpies. You try to kill people, don't you? What? This is just Maine's wet. I just took a dip. That's no, you drown people, don't you? No. And, and every time I watch the episode, I say, hey, those are the same voices do the actual yep. Little Pony. And, and he's finally like, I know, Dad. You tell me every time. Every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah mine I, does too. That, because that part just cracks me up more than anything. Yeah. I, I was like, ah, that's stupid. Yeah. So. That's very meta. You know what? Um, and I know I've talked about this. And I, uh, it's a, we actually watched the uh, new Twilight Zone episode. Oh yeah, it, it cracks me up that CBS is doing that. They got the Star Trek on there, and yeah, and the Twilight Zone. It's just like they, they're programming CBS online just, just for you. Yeah, exactly right. I'm sitting here going, nice. Well, what's funny? I'm a huge again. That's one of those things. I honestly think if you saw Twilight Zone as a kid, that's why it sticks with you. If you as an adult go go and watch the 1950s Twilight Zone episode, it's gonna seem a little little dated. But as a kid, when you watch it, you let things go a little bit. Yeah. One of the things that always cracks me up about is those episodes always surprise me. I guess. And 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 as a kid, you don't see the twist coming. Yeah. You, well, you don't realize that, they, or you're surprised how sophisticated they are. Yes. Because you don't expect that from an older uh, TV show. show. Exactly. Or when you watch it and you're sitting around trying to figure out, as a kid, I remember sitting around trying to figure out the twist, and then at the end, when the actual twist comes, you're like, "Wow, I didn't see that coming." And, you know, it's one of those type of things. They released two episodes on the first night. So I immediately watched them. And I was oh, like, yeah. Oh, I don't blame you. Yeah. And so I was curious because, again, I love the old one. And you could tell the guys who are making the new ones just love the old ones, too. Which was yeah. kind of funny. So I actually started watching a network show. Um, like brand new and I, I don't watch network TV or I guess it's cable actually cable. yeah um, what was the show what we do in the shadows oh no 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 the vampires and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. yeah so I did see that one yeah it, I mean, they're always talking about what they do in shadows and nights and dark crazy. so it, it's a uh, the documentary style mm-hmm. and it's about vampires living in Staten Island <laughs> And just kind of like their nightlife, basically. And uh, it's it's done by the guy who directed um, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> so, so it's that same type of humor. Okay. But, but with you know, vampire violence. He, it's based on a movie, the first movie that he had done. Okay. Um, and, and the movie's got the same name, but it, that actually takes place in New Zealand because, you know, he's from there. And him and uh, Jermaine Clements of uh, Flight of the Concords oh, did, okay. did that movie together. Okay. But this is like a, a, a separate story, but the humor in it is just so dry. But funny. Which I realize that's what I love is dry humor. Is that your cup of tea? Yeah, and I guess it's it's kind of British in a way, you know, because... Mm-hmm. I guess maybe that was a export to New Zealand back when they brought the criminals to Australia. Yeah, they took the criminals to Australia and they took the dry humor to New Zealand. And, you know, Lord of the Rings fans. Yes. Yeah, they just dumped them all off down there. So I was going to ask you about the West Virginia thing, but I, I, feel, I feel like the satellite thing is, I don't think people really use it much anymore, but... Uh, I'll tell you the West Virginia part of that, though. All right. Here's the West Virginia part. Everyone still keeps those huge satellites in their dish. Even though they've gone to the DirecTV and everything, you drive by... Even at my parents' house, you what? go by the house and you can see the growth of mold and all this kind of stuff mm-hmm. all over it. Because that's been used in years. And I'm always like, Mom, Dad, why don't you take down that uh, satellite dish? And they're like, oh, it's fine. No, we don't care. <laughs> but the funny is, I thought about when I was leaving Moorfield today. 
I was driving by this housing area that I always drive by, and mm-hmm. for some reason, for the first time, I noticed there was a yard that had five of those big satellites in it, and I was like, man, they must really like their TV from the 80s. Mm-hmm. But Hardy County, I don't know if it's true here, but Hardy County actually still has like a, a free cable access thing. That, really? That, yeah, people can access like the local channels at least. Okay. Because uh, they, they do ads in the paper sometimes about it down there. I guess that's my West Virginia thing. I guess what other <laughs> I'm thing. piggybacking. <laughs> well, no, that's fine. No, well, go back. I'll piggyback off what you just said. I remember when they did uh, no, Antenna, when everyone had antennas oh, yeah, right yeah. here. And my grandmother, all you had was Antenna. There was no cable line back when we were kids. kid. See how many channels we had when I would go visit my grandmother? Three. It was three, and it was always channel three, channel eight, and channel 12 on the big <laughs> dish. And I remember just turning it. Oh, that's boring. That's news. Turning it. Oh, that's sports. Turning it. Oh, what's this? This is my last chance. Uh, MacGyver. Click, click, click. Turn it up, and then you're fine. All right. Yeah. Night Rider. Night Rider. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, and then it was funny because as we got older, then it, it evolved. And I remember that she finally got the Brandywine cable. That's when I was like, it looks like I'm getting dished. <laughs> so... I know, and I think Upper Track is the same way, too, and I want to say that they got cable after the 85 flood. Mm-hmm. I remember growing up past that point and having more channels, mm-hmm. um, but still, that was 13. Yeah. But it, And then two of those were PBSs, and I think a couple of networks were doubled, too. Like, you got two NBCs, two CBSs. And they were like ones East Coast, ones West Then you got the TBS, yeah, um, which is probably the one we watched the most, and... Uh, CBS, NBC, Fox, and, and then if you flip far enough uh, through the static, you get a very blurry HBO. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's funny because now I, you know, I'm an adult and have all the channel access in the world, and I still just watch one channel. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the channel I hated the least as a kid. Because I'm funny. When, when Sesame Street wasn't on. Mm-hmm. No, for me, it, you know, our kids are now, you know living in a world where commercials are not a big deal anymore because they, they watch it instantly on, on yeah so what's funny to me now to watch is when i was a kid i hated commercials because i couldn't wait to get back to the show right yeah I, I marion's the opposite today like we'll put on a tv <laughs> show and the commercials come on and she's like no leave it alone i'm like what she goes no i want to see this <laughs> i'm like it's a commercial yeah for toys and it cracks me up because after we get done with the commercial, she looks at me, Jason, can I get that? It's like, no, please. That's the like, funny thing. No. Because we don't have that now, we, we miss toys. So, like, she'll come home and be like, um, whatever that CK thing is. I don't, uh, it's a girl show on some channel. It's like Hannah Montana, but I don't know. Are you talking about Joe? Joe? Yeah, Joe, Joe. Joe, Joe. CMYK. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I hate Joe, I, I had, like, literally, Hazel coming home on mission one day, I was like, I have no clue what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. he's like, oh yeah, this this one of my friends likes it. And I'm like, don't know. Yep. Yep. But, and now, because of her outfits and everything, the girls all try to dress and act like Joe, Joe. It's the Hannah Montana for this generation. Yeah, that's, that's the understanding I was yeah. given about it and she seems very annoying it's, like i have a feeling in five years we'll get to see her drug problem in real life it, was, see, it sounds like a worse version of hannah yes, montana it is and she got caught she turned 10 and her parents got her like a said i know all this crap but she turned 10 and her parents got her like a hundred thousand dollar car that she can't right. drive and i'm like you're the reason why people hate rich people yeah. this is the it, reasons right here it um it does make me miss the days of Miley Cyrus. Yes. I mean, she just turned out to be a complete, well, crazy person, too. But She had an achy, breaky heart. <laughs>
Uh, I was a Billy Ray fan back in the day. Uh, I can see you go with Moloch. There was one, um, it's called uh, Could Have Been Me. I think it was on that same album. Mm-hmm. It's just an anthem. It slaps. Oh, really? Yeah. Could have been me. Oh, Standing there with you. Could have been me. My dreams coming true. Yep, yep. See, when every dreams move on if you wait too long. <laughs> it took me now to see. It could have been me. Yeah, There's a little bit of Eddie Vedder in that. Uh, same premise. Yeah, no, I, I've never heard it before. Oh, man, that's a good song. All right, I'm reminiscing now. Sorry, go ahead. I guess so, I guess so sorry, you had something you wanted. I guess that's about. literally we all, all we do here. Yeah. Um, Reminisce about the past and the way right. things used to be. Back to the headlines. Go. What's your headline? For all right, uh, trying to figure out which one there. I got, I got two. Okay. And you know, I'd say let's go with the juiciest one. Th- this is this is the Pentland County podcast. It's the Pen Pod. Is that like? Well, it's the Pen Pod guy for today. All right. So we touched on last week about the the base and how the. Uh, the health center that was supposed to be going on there dropped out and pieced out and ended their agreement and which which we kind of assumed was going to happen. Yeah, which and, and we call, and came true and we called that back in our uh, very first episode. Uh, <laughs> this episode is haunted. Yes, uh, somewhere around the fifty-four minute mark, I went back and looked. I, I was like, because <laughs> you're going to quote your stuff. That's, that's quote right. Yourself right. If, if we, if we told you so, I can make it are. stick. So I got some more information about this. That in addition to pulling out, they have a hundred thousand dollar lien against them from a, a local construction company. I heard this too, actually. Yeah, I, I think people have heard this, but are they? I hope they, the local company is taking them to court or something like that. Yeah, I, I think there's some legal stuff, which is why I hesitate to talk about it. So what has happened was. Sugar Grove LLC wrote checks that bounced. No. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, $109,777.55 oh. is, is, is what they owe this company. Wow. Okay. That they, they cut a check for and the check was no good. Wow. Mm, okay. So, and this is all public knowledge. You can go to the courthouse. I was going to say, is this up. information yeah, we can pull this, from? This, okay. this is, and I'm still going to check this with some people just to make sure it's kosher to talk about. So November of last year, and the, the other part of it was too. They they blame this company for the holdups to them getting them, there. Them opening, oh, that's even worse. Which yeah, and and this is, this is kind of why it's come to the forefront because it makes them look bad for no reason. In addition to not being paid bukus of money that they are owed. Yeah. So the company pulled out. They yeah. they pulled out. No, so, nobody gets a job. This is the worst case scenario. So let me guess right. So instead of bringing money and security and finance to our county, they literally came here and pulled a hundred thousand dollars right. of hardworking local folks' money away from yeah, them and said, right. "Suckers!" Not, not only did they not bring money to the community, they took money away from. They the made community. us poorer. That's right. They made us work for nothing. Work for nothing. Like, like dogs. dogs, I don't, I don't know if it was like dogs or not. But. No, but still, it's pretty messed up. But yeah, messed up. yeah, it's, it's it's a crappy situation all around, and I don't feel like the community is aware enough of that situation. So, and the, the paper kind of downplayed it. Like it wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah, we're recording this. What's this Thursday? See, I don't even know what day of the week it is. This Thursday. Like, yeah. Oh man, you haven't read the paper that came out. No, today? so I don't. I hadn't seen the paper this week, so I don't. Well, maybe it's already out there. So I mean, we'll take a look at it. When I have 30 seconds of time to read the entire thing, I'll, I'll do that. Um, you know, 10-page paper. That's called throwing shade. I caught that right there. Yeah. You know how? I didn't see the sun for a long time. That's right. It got dark in here all of a sudden. It's, it's dark and we may it's die. It's dark in here. What can I say? Well, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, so, that, so, so what's that, your thoughts on that? My thoughts are always the same. But like I said, I researched the company or the holding group or whatever that 
bought the, the base originally, okay. and, and I have seen nothing but shady things. So what type of shady things have you seen in your research? So Because I don't know. I'm all right, so, and I'm doing this from memory because this was like a year ago that I, sure. d- I dug all this up. It was when I was I mean, I, I, I know there's a couple other folks who, who made similar com- uh, comments like, I don't know about this coming in, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> And, and I went my current. Sorry, I keep on around for <laughs> That's right. But my current job, I remember when they were all coming in. I heard people everywhere like, everyone just go down to the base, get a job. They've got they're handing money out like crazy and all this they're kind just of throwing stuff. They're just throwing in big piles. They're throwing big piles. It's just waiting for you to pick up. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds a little too good. They're building the money, Ben. You can swim in it later. You can swim in it. You're Scrooge McDuckin' it just out there. Oh. But go ahead. The name that I've come across, and it was attached to the, the state records of who who the owners were and everything like that. And it was and it's funny because it wasn't a name that had come up originally. So I, I Googled this name, and, and I stumbled upon this website that, that a guy started. And I want to say it was these, these people all in Alabama. Uh, Birmingham or wherever and they a former employee of the university or one of the I I forget which university it was but he had been fired and and apparently it had something to do with this guy because he was like a big donor to the college and and so he started this blog basically like conspiracy theories about this guy literally this one guy who is the main guy who owns the base i love a good conspiracy theory but go ahead. yeah so it's like all these people that like have some sort of involvement that go south with him end up like injured or dead or something like that like it's it's crazy stuff like and he he'd have like actual articles linked to like something happened to, to these people and anytime he had one he would find a way to back to this one guy so yeah it was insane like i, I obviously this is unfounded stuff yeah that, so you uh, can't really comment I, you know it's alabama journalism and I i'm nowhere near alabama mm-hmm. but just everything and about it just seemed shady. i mean there, there was no not shady thing because this guy has a ton of shell companies Mm. Um, there's there real estate stuff tied to him. That same conspiracy guy also tied like Russian casinos to him somehow. I, I spent a long time in this rabbit hole. Mm. I think I got out and I was like, I don't want to ever go back down there again. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. So, that, so it was some insane stuff. I don't know. I just I thought it was crazy. So when I got there, did I, did I tell you I went there the day of the interview? No. Well, I, I hate to sound bad, but I wanted to go see the base because I hadn't seen it right, in right. several no, years. You used, work, you used to work there. You used to I be used in charge of the maintenance. So. So, so I purposely waited until they were done with the interviews because you know, I'm not really looking for a job. I like my current job. Right. So I rolled on. The interviews, I think, were going to be over at 4.30, and I went on about 5 because the gate was still open. Yeah. And rolled down. And when I rolled up the thing, they were like, we're done if you want to call. And they tried to give me a number. I was like, no, 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 I'm just riding around. And and you could tell they were done. And they had enough and all they this They were ready stuff. to leave. And it was one of those things where I was like, okay, thanks. We'll talk to you later. And they drove off and that was it. And I ended up, uh, it was just weird. It was almost like, like just talking to them the one time. It was like, we've got great deals, but we don't have time to talk to you about it. We'll talk to you <laughs> later. Bye. And I was yeah. like, well, that's weird. I mean, you know, I'm not saying I'm a high market candidate here, but I will say I'm, you know, I've got a master's. I've got um, a regular college degree, you know. Just just do it to find out what they pay. Yeah. Get the the baseline in. Didn't have time for me. And I'm like, okay. And and I wasn't going to push the issue. It was just surprising, you know. But. Right. No, it's just it, the whole thing seemed weird, and now I hear that story right there that makes you go, "Ooh, that's nice." So. Yeah, just nothing has ever felt kosher about it from the beginning. And I ran the campaign on that, and I built myself an escape hatch that if you know, they announce anything during the campaign, that I could you know fall back and applaud that, and that's exactly what happened. 
like literally, I think it was this time last year, they're like, hey, we're going to open. And then I had to walk back some of the some of my Sugar Grove uh, criticisms. Mm-hmm. But I'm back, baby. Oh, I was going to say. My, my criticisms stand. And, my, and the funniest part I like is, have you heard anything going down into the base since back up one, two, or three? No. Yeah. And the worst part, here's the part that just gets me, is, and I will say this because I was on the base and I was asking questions, but... It's not like the whole base was going to open up. They mm-hmm. were just trying to use four buildings. They were trying to use my old workplace, the barracks. What else were they trying to use? The fire department. Yeah. What was the third place? The daycare. And I brought it up with local um, officials. And I said, what are they going to do with the whole thing? It doesn't make sense that they just have rent, rent, rent the whole property A just million for, dollars. for three buildings. Yeah. And like, oh no, they'll they'll eventually open up and use the other things eventually. No, they they, they were never going to do that. And that's the part that just infuriates you. You're like, really? We're not we're not opening up this place or doing anything. And I'm telling you, it's millions and millions of dollars of assets, and they're just depreciating like crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mike, and this is the saddest part. It's hard to say, but it was probably close to at least fifty million dollars put into that place. That place was worth probably more than fifty million dollars. Well, probably the the firehouse alone was worth a what? million. Yeah, that was worth ten. I say that was that was worth more than what the oh, final bid was. And and they got the whole kit and caboodle for four million dollars. Yeah, for something. I have to go back and watch Timberline again. I know. I know. I'll, I'll watch it every couple months. I love it so much. It's actually good. Just, Dad, actually, Dad and Unc and Granddad are on. That's what I love. It. The interaction between them at the end is my favorite part. Yeah, because it's like, who the heck is this guy? <laughs> yeah. You know, one will say, oh, that's how much it went for. And then, then your granddad would be like, how much did it go for? Yeah. And your dad just kind of sitting there like, how much did it go for? <laughs> <laughs> who, who was it? So, yeah. Old people talking. That's about the most West Virginia thing you can find right there. Yeah, I, I, I love it. Elaine uh, McMillan Sheldon does um, good work. Wow. Um, Here. She should have won that Oscar. She should have. That's right. Not, not Is that. there a link to that? To that? Uh... Oh, yeah, it's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Yeah, like I said, I'll watch it every couple months. We should we should do like a link to it uh, when we post this episode. Yeah, I should. I watched it recently because um, someone had mentioned um, the, the documentary that she was nominated for, the heroin yeah. one, and that's a good documentary too. It's only like a half hour long. I, mm-hmm. It's about drug overdoses in Huntington. I, I recommend checking it out. Oh wow! It, it, it's serious, but it actually gave me like a warm fuzzy feeling at the end, which I did not expect to feel. Mm-hmm. But that's the one I got nominated for the Oscar. I wonder if they got everyone's permission. Yeah, they, they got to sign waivers, I believe, or that's standard practice to do that still I don't know doc, I feel like documents would be the same because you that's why they blur faces those are the people that didn't get it to sign the papers true, true. so here's the silver lining okay let's hear the silver lining so, so I'm gonna be, make me a believer of this space I'm going to be a futurist for a minute okay I think eventually the economy will be majority not majority but like a huge part entertainment based like it, it's it's going to be steeped in the, you know, not just Hollywood. You know, people go everywhere to film. You know, Georgia's a big one that people film in. Yeah, because, because of the tax credits. Yeah, that and one of the Carolinas, and and, and they get a lot of threats too because they political agendas there are are wildly different from Californians. And, sure, and there's a lot of pushback from that. But I, I think eventually a place like the base would be the perfect uh, film lot. Mm-hmm. And even when uh, the base was for sale, uh, the New York Times had reported that there was a studio interested. Or they, the studio actually come and looked. See, I would love that. Possibility that there could be a studio there. I would love that. Except, you know, the state kind of eliminated the tax credit whatsoever for um, movies. Why? Because they're dumbasses. In fact, they, they, I'm pretty sure they actually closed like the state film authority. Really? Yeah. So you can't film anything? In this well, you can. You just don't get any support from the from the state about it. 
Because, like, Georgia gives, like, crazy tax credits to, to production. Well, that's the thing. Like, Georgia's become the oh. now Yeah, that's, that's the place, yeah. Be- because of how, how insane they are with their like, credits. Most of the Marvel movies were filmed during mm-hmm. that. Because of how, qu- how cheap everything is. I, and I think they had filmed in, I want to say, South Carolina originally. And, and they moved there because of they had that transgender bathroom bill that they passed there. And, and that, that pissed uh, Hollywood folks off. And so they went to Georgia, I guess, which is also very competitive. And I think... I forget what it was. George just passed something now that they're kind of up in arms about too. So, mm-hmm. so that they may hey, they may yeah, be able to get. We got to get those tax credits though. Mm-hmm. So you get those in and, and get film studios here or, or production companies and that there's a lot of service in that industry of you know building sets and rigging and everything like that. So there's potential there for a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. When I found that out about the the potential of there being a studio there, I, I went and wrote a story that could be filmed on the cheap. So if they want to do some outreach to the community, be like, hey, I got a script right here. I actually didn't have the script, but I had the story. I actually just started working on the script. Well, do you know what studio was interested? Or would no, they I, I never, I never saw. Um, I think it just said a, a movie studio. It, it, movie it, studio. It didn't say what. Best case scenario right now is we could have something like that and have some yeah. some good service jobs in in this area. That'd be nice. Um, yeah, that's my ulterior motive all along for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know the. The health thing was never going to happen. No, and I don't think it, I don't think it's ever going to happen. No, it's not. Um, never. It, now that you're hearing that they owe money, a hundred thousand dollars, good. Yeah, deal. I mean that one's definitely not. That's probably the holdings company. That's not even mm-hmm. the, no. the health people there. So if they got that going on, then yeah, so that's going to be fun. So the other part of this, and this goes back to the um, no, there's no jobs, and, and so people are leaving and things like that. Sure. The preschool enrollment numbers came in for uh, next year. I heard about this. And across the entire school system, there was only 23 kids that were enrolled. Which is crazy to even think about. Because when we were a kid, I mean, that means, if you think about it, that means that gen- that class, when they graduate, if they're lucky and they keep everyone in their class, which doesn't ever happen, you're looking at 23 kids graduating middle county and 20... What's well, 18 from... Or, uh, but you're asking me to do math. That's, yeah. that's, math we can't do right don't, now. Don't ask time. math. But that's my point, though, is how crazy is that that you lose... Mm. And, and how many how many kids do you have in your graduating class? 84. We had 72. Only that because I graduated 48th, so I just reversed the number. <laughs> I was uh, 23. Am I? Not bad. See? Not bad, not bad. But, uh, I was a terrible student. Uh, I, I, some things I was good at, some things I were not. English like, is one of them. Yeah, the computer stuff I was great at. The the learning math thing, not, not, so, not, much. not, not so much, no. <sighs> well, that's a shame. <clears throat> and part of that, too, may be they changed the cutoff dates in the state a couple of years ago that took effect. Someone told me it actually took effect last year, and I, I have to double-check that. Mm-hmm. If that many kids are born after July 1st, I'm not surprised, because my daughter was, and... I can name maybe five kids in her class that were born after her. And that doesn't count early July because she was born late July. So it could be something like that, too. But I don't know. Well, you got to wait till next year to see if your numbers bounce back. Yeah, if if there's suddenly an influx the following year, if you have like, you know, 60 all of a sudden, I don't know how many average are. Then, you know, it was just the change. Well, I know 23 is more than what just, you know, our kids' school had. Yeah. Crazy stuff. And here's my thing. And what you you know you you ran for county commissioner you're probably the best person to ask this for but what what do you think can turn around the county because the problem is you have so many people who want to preserve what the county's all about and everything I'm dusting off my flyer from last year yes but 
but besides, you know, obviously we want to preserve what we have, but how do you bring in new jobs, new opportunities? And you want jobs in here that are actually consistent with the values and the views of our county. So how do you bring in? All right. First thing I have is tourism. Yes. Which, you know, that's the obvious one. Um, Seneca Rocks, eventually there'll be more hopping than Franklin, which I think it's that transition's in in progress right now. Okay. Um, There's no doubt about that. The next one is Sugar Grove Station. Actually, I want to I want to read this because I haven't seen this in like a year. <clears throat> it was a relief to hear that somebody bought the old Navy base property in 2016, but that relief faded when it became abundantly apparent that the group that purchases had no real plan to develop it immediately. True. Check. Sure. We've been told about this wonderful healthcare campus, but have become increasingly skeptical as time has passed. If there is a serious plan in the works for the base, this is, this is my loophole. This is my eject button. Should this change? If there is a serious plan in the works for the base, then that would be wonderful. It would bring many local jobs to the area that are sorely needed. However, if no plan is in place for the property in the foreseeable future, then it would be in the best interest to convince the owners to sell the property to another entity that can that has interest in using the base for local employment in a direct and thoughtful way. Mm-hmm. Movie studio. <laughs> Sitting empty does no good for any of us. No. Until... The owners release more detailed information about their plan. This, stan- this is the stance I'm taking. That was my other eject button. And then they did, and I can be like, yay! Yep. Yay, healthcare campus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> On a sad note, with the exception of the Navy NSA, no major o- operation attempted in secret in this county has ever gone over well. We have killed many potential good things in this county because those elements lack transparency. Whatever takes the Navy's place needs to be forthcoming with the community. Wow, prophetic. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> that gave me chills just now. I, you didn't realize you wrote that there? N- Nostromicus. That's right. Not doing so could potentially damage whatever business model the owners have in store for us once the bill is lowered. Yep. Son of a bitch. That gave him upset you even more. Yeah, I made myself angry. But it's true. Damn you, past Mike. Damn it, Mike, for you being uh, knowing it all. And the other thing was remote work positions. Well, that's what, good. Which was interesting. Um, but that's what they're talking about doing pretty much across the state, is doing a remote work position. Yeah. doing retraining and having you go back and quote-unquote learn how to do things from your house since you came quote-unquote do manual labor. Well, after I lost the commission, I spent the, most of the summer trying to get one of those jobs, and it's actually really hard to do. Is it? <laughs> to get one. Well, you know, that said, my, my skill set is very specific and not really transferable sure. you know, within this community. But also, because I'm in this community and I'm not really trained to do those things, I can, I'm just good at them because I'm here and I, I have interest in them and not many other people do. Mm-hmm. Whereas the rest of the country has like people who are super skilled at that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So that, that was kind of where it kicked my butt. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. But if you wanted to be like an English as a second language teacher, that probably wouldn't be a big deal. All right. Good talk. Good talk. Yeah. Good, good talk. So you good? I'm good. I think we're good. I'm sorry. I got to stand because I'm falling asleep now. No, no that's fine. That's fine. No, I, it, it's definitely not one of our craziest episodes. No. As we have before. But it's an information episode. It's, it's an information it's, episode. It's a pen pod. It's a pen pod. That's right. Pen pod. P-E-N-D-P-O-D. Mm-hmm. When we have ones like this from now on, I'm just going to title it that. Pen pod and then colon and whatever. We didn't graze or our... Or we can call it the NSA money pit. The NSA money pit. <laughs> the, the government. The government. Damn the government. Pit. That government sure did. They sure did govern poorly. They definitely did. In fact, it's because of our wonderful government that the county's in the shape as it is. That's a good point. Yes. I don't care who the administration is. I 
just the government itself. Helps. It doesn't really matter. It's the deep state. That's what I'm <laughs> well. That's because the argument about the whole thing with the, with the base happened because uh, they couldn't agree on how to spend the finances. Yeah. I was told. As a response, they were like, "No, we're pulling out the military, and therefore the base." Half the base shuts down. Yep, that's the first poster. And then go watch the Timberline documentary. Oh, it's a really and, good documentary. And then play this po- podcast over again. That's right. And you'll be completely caught up in the timeline. There we go. Didn't take 23 hours. That's, that's good. We, we didn't graze on uh, March Marchness at all. Oh, well. But, but it, I haven't done it yet either. Well, so, there you go. So it works. To be continued for next week. Uh, well, it's usually, they usually, March Madness ends about the middle of April, right? Oh, yeah. Because I had the final four on mine, and I think that's where we're at in real life. I don't know, the Duke lost, and that's who I picked, so I was like, screw it, delete, delete app <laughs> until next year. Because um, I always pick the person I hate. Don't feel bad. I'm who wins. third from the bottom. That's true. I'm not too far behind you. Yeah. Well, this has been West by Pod, and it's been a fun and informational one, I think. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Grab it while you can. <laughs> Captain Planet, he's our hero. He's going to reduce pollution. Down to zero. There you go. That, that's something that sort of needs a reboot. Yeah, so, yeah, we gotta, we got to stop pollution. we gotta, we got to stop the windmills because they cause cancer now. <laughs> and um, apparently poison water doesn't cause cancer, so that's cool. How, how long did it take them to get the water cleaned up in Charleston? When they had the... Oh, that took us several months. Okay. I, mean, I mean, the good thing about, you know, water is that goes somewhere so eventually it's just going to flush itself out that's more what happened than anything gotcha you know the, i think the problem was it got because it was near the the intake for mm-hmm. the water plant i think that was a bigger issue was getting yes, flushed out of there. Was drinking poison water and that took a couple of weeks i think hmm. well people were i don't think they ever found out what if there were any kind of health effects with that chemical because they didn't you no, won't nobody, find nobody knew what the chemical was about exactly you won't find out that because yeah. they won't let that out yeah, I don't know. There's some good Charleston reporters. That I, I think they could dig it up if they wanted to. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But they, they have a Pulitzer. I know. Do they have a Pulitzer? Yeah, one of the guys won last year, I believe. Mm-hmm. But he did, he did a thing about opioid epidemic and how many pills are being shipped to mm-hmm. West Virginia. So thank you for putting your ear holes on us and other things, um, other podcasts. Uh, or from the mountaintop, RGCWV. Go ahead. You can just say hi to us on the street as we come walking by. I should, I, I should just pre-record this so we can just be like, cut, paste, done. Cut, paste. Good night. Goodbye. Have a good weekend, everybody. Bye. Do-do-do-do-do-blurp. <laughs>